Yeah. What do you think a good cutoff age is for calling shotgun? Like, what what age do you become, like, fifty? Well, I was not expecting 50. You can tell we're not in the legitimate business world. <laughs> Imagine I, you guys are going out for lunch and it's corpor- a corporation. I was, I was just with, uh, with uh, two buddies of ours. Comics. Uh, comics. Adam Gully and Dylan Krasinski. And they got into a shotgun argument. And they are both in 33 years old. And yeah. they look to me to, like, to like decide on it. The, our, our two friends in their 30s. Because you were driving. Yeah. Our two friends in our 30s looked to me and were like, uh, you heard me call it. I said, I don't care. If you're getting into a longer than a 30-second shotgun argument at 33, shit's not going to work out in life. Let's be honest. Like, like you're not going to be successful. What, what do you think the age is? I don't know, 23? Yeah, maybe it's 23. Well, I'm just saying, like, or maybe the question is, is there any situation where you have to keep the shotgun to yourself. We just don't how many how many business like situations did somebody awkwardly go shotgun <laughs> <laughs> on your way to a funeral shotgun <laughs> we going to get going to get a vasectomy shotgun <laughs> there are situations that don't call for a shotgun on your way to a funeral and the guy that doesn't get shotguns like really I gotta sit in the back of the coffin <laughs> no we talk about funerals a lot on this podcast I know because I'm so scared of my own mortality I want to go back to the road trip stuff really quickly but I, I have to tell you my mom got Ancestry.com as a gift from my girlfriend, and we started doing it, and she brought up how her great-grandma, back when she died, they did not have, like, wakes and stuff. They just... And she, had, she died during childbirth. It was, like, the 1800s. And they just propped her up in the window with the baby. They just had the, the baby and the, and, and the woman, the corpse, just propped up in the window. Around, I think it was around Christmas time. This is, this is like, this is like my joke about the human taxidermy. This Absolutely, just pro- like, like like they're in the red light district, but just dead. Yeah, like it, it's 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 got to be such a weird. I mean, that's why everybody was so miserable back in the day, because imagine yeah. just being like, okay, uh, like you're a kid in that house during that time, and your mom's like, okay, you're gonna do laundry, and don't forget to dust your grandmother in the window. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Mikey, you want you want to help me prop her back up? She fell off the window seal. <laughs> you know, the dog takes ornaments off the Christmas tree and fingers off your dead grandma. And the- oh <laughs> <God>. <laughs> but anyway, time out. That was a timeout. I want to go back to road trip stuff because you had a long, you had a lot of driving I, this I past did about weekend. 24 hours of driving between Thursday and Sunday. All me driving because I'm a, I'm a bastard about other people driving my car while I'm in it. But what have I always said about you? I've been in the car with you a ton. What do I say about you? Very safe driver. Oh, well, not, not a very good driver. Safe. And, well, I guess that means good. Yeah, I'm alert. You, you're a, a re, you're not, because some people could be like safe and drive too slow. Actually, no, because that's unsafe, driving slow. But you're like a normal, you don't even notice. This is how you know you're a good driver. You don't even notice anything about the person driving. And you have that. I drive like I got nothing to prove. Exactly. There's a cool confidence with your driving. Now, I had, um, again, the guy that I brought up, Adam, who got a uh, shotgun he won, when huh? we were with Dylan, but he, it was just us two, so you don't have to call shotgun when there's only two total people. I don't know <laughs> That'd if be kind of that. weird. Yeah. 
<laughs> if he didn't call it in a certain amount of time, I'm like, no, you got to send it back, dude. You got to call shotgun. That would make a travel companion real annoying real quick if they just did that every time. You're like, you don't have to do it every time. <laughs> what, what, do you remember, uh, this, this, is, this is jumping off on a tangent real quick. Do you remember calling fives on your seat? Did you used to do that? Like five minute rule? Oh no! Five minute rule is the eating something. We're like you mean oh like five, like I had that seat saved. Like if I stood up to go to the bathroom, I'd be like, "Yo, I got fives. We wouldn't do I got fives because we weren't I don't know part of we didn't have like a real boys to men vibe to it. I got five sounds like it's like a R and B album. I got five. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking of. <laughs> no, we said uh, I'm saving my seat. I'm going up and seat saved or saving my seat. Oh my god! What a nerd. Yeah, how there's Dude, a... I'm saving my seat. <laughs> I got fives, bro. Fives, you're not cool enough to say fives. Yeah, oh, I'm gonna yeah. start saying it around you all the time. What's next? You're gonna start carrying around a towel, like a Wu Tang towel? I need to. I'm sweating. I my know, ass I'm the same off. way. I'd love that. I was thinking about the other day. Just like James Brown in here. Yeah, um, I got fives. Is pretty cool. We would say save my seat, and then when we used to play Street Fighter, we would put a quarter up. On the left, there was a little, a pl- almost like it was there for the quarters. Really thin, like plastic, plexiglass ledge in the front of the machine, like at the bottom. And then you put your quarter up there, that meant you had next. Oh, yeah, people do that with like pole. I've seen yeah, that. Yeah, 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 exactly. But I think that there are a, oh, with shotgun, what I was going to say is that I think once you get to a certain age where people are full, like adult sized men and I think you got to concede to the bigger person sitting up front, especially if it's like a packed car. Well, what I notice is this. It's one of two things. That's how you know who you're dealing with. Somebody's calling shotgun, you're dealing with a certain type of friend. Nine times out of ten, I've had people go, hey, you want the front? What do you want? You want that? Like people like kind of, you know, are like, yeah. hey, do you, like they're nice about it. That's why the older you get, the more mature you get. You're like, you can have the front, like that, you know? But yeah, I think you're right. I, I, like you're tall, like on a trip, if you were getting, if it was a bunch of us, I'd say, yeah, give right the front. Yeah, yeah, that's just normal. That's just being nice. Yeah, anybody who, if, if you have your friend who's five three, but I've had people do that to me. I mean, yeah, you're, you're, you're little as hell. Yeah, that's shit. Sit in the back. You'll be comfy in the back. Mm-hmm. You could lay down in the back. Yeah, it's messed up. But people don't even think completely of it. sprawled out. People don't even think of it. But I think that the cutoff of actually yelling, like unironically, shotgun. You know, where there's no tongue and cheekness to it. You know what I mean? Is like I don't know, twenty five maybe. Where you get to the point where. When you start getting into real adulthood is when you can't go, shotgun. And then run. And then <laughs> run full speed. Oh, I love, I love the so shotgun You're at the doctor's office. You're like, I'm sorry. The cancer has spread. Thank you for coming in. Shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you got to see the car, bro. You couldn't see the car from there to call shotgun. <laughs> That's another rule we never had. We had to see the car. Oh really? Yeah, I didn't know that rule until like I saw it on like a movie or something or TV you show. Played by no rules. Oh, it was like Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome with shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> it was you call it three weeks out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you had people, you had guys that were just like bad with it. They'd be like shotgun. You're like we're not in a car. You're like shotgun in perpetuity. <laughs> <laughs> when we go to Ocean City, shotgun. I, That's in December, I, right? Exactly. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, I think it's just a matter of... But I think there's other road trip etiquette type things. Like, all right, get, like, I, like gas money and stuff like that. Throw, like, like comedy road trips are different than regular road trips. But, sure. like, but they probably shouldn't be because, like, Drivers you're going with the, friends. My big rule, rule number one, driving etiquette, driver is the boss. Boss of everything or boss of the radio? Boss of... 
boss of most things. Like, because yeah, like, I don't think you allow me to listen to music in your car, like my that I want to. I, I think I did towards the end. I on one don't of the trips. normally like it. Yeah, which I'm, but I I I totally backed down because I was like, hey, you're driving, and you drive the whole time. I have I have Chris Tucker rush hour rolls in my car. <laughs> Never touch a black man's radio. Is that what he says? Don't you ever touch a black man's radio? <laughs> That's what he says. Uh, and then in the in the sequel, uh, Jackie Chan says, "Don't touch a Chinese man's CD." Uh, good movies, by the way, and don't age well, especially with me doing the impression of them. But I think not the boss. I, I don't run uh, a dictatorship in my car when I'm driving. But what I'm saying is that the my biggest pet peeves as a driver with a passenger is if we're doing like a four hour road trip or something like that. Don't sleep. Don't be a sleeping passenger. I think that's rude. When it's just two people? I mean multiple. Or anything. Just two people. No. Nope. You cannot sleep. Now, me and Adam were on about a... We were in the car almost like 11 full hours. You can get to a certain point where somebody can sleep. I told him I wouldn't care if he slept. I feel like that was an extenuating But at least for the first half of the trip, you can't do it. Sure. But he yeah. stayed awake the whole time. He was a great passenger. I would have done the same shit. I also don't like... Okay. Play music. You could play your music if you want, but it's got to be something I kind of like. Don't try to show me something new. Oh, yeah. I don't want to hear a new song. Oh, well, you don't like my you don't like the music that I like. That's also a reason that I like some of the music you like. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like Rod Stewart. When did I say I like Rod? St- I you, like Rod Stewart, but Yeah, me too. Yeah. We should listen to Rod Stewart more. You often. said you came up with the, we're going to have a new show idea. What you called it? What show? What's the name of the podcast? Oh, podcast. broadcast. <laughs> And I said, there's got to be a podcast called Rodcast. This may be the last episode of Brand New Jerks, and next week it's going to come out as Rodcast, <laughs> where we just talk about Rod Stewart. And the, and the launch, on the, 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 on the copy for the launch says, tonight's the night. It's going to be all right. Rodcast is coming out tonight. Me and my dad had a conversation once about which rock star do you think has had sex with the most women? And I think Rod Stewart is up there. Well, he hasn't even married for like 30 years, but you think he's just rock yeah, star in it? I think he's slinging Rod. I don't know. He seems kind of, well, I was going to say he seems pretty happy. That might be the reason why. <laughs> <laughs> um, you don't, nah, dude, apparently he's Mick got a Jagger. Who? Mick Jagger. Yeah, but towards the end, he just started probably doing mostly dudes. He's still alive. Oh, oh. Do you think he's just. Yeah, dudes, dudes doing dudes. No, what I like about him is I think anything that comes along that makes it move a little bit. He's he's had a, he's had way more marriages than Rod Stewart. I think he's he's notorious for sleep. he slept with like he slept with every different permutation of a person. <laughs> like he like slept with like fourteen year olds back in the seventies. Oh, come on, Mick. That's that that was that wasn't just him. That was a lot of. I, yeah. I guarantee you Rod Stewart did it too. I don't know. Don't. Don't, we're Allegedly, not, we're not gonna make up negative facts. We're not gonna make up yeah. on the podcast. <laughs> Anybody it's not a else starts a broadcast? Yeah, we can. We, yeah, this is this this episode of broadcast is definitely getting cut. You think broadcast is pro Rod Stewart? It's an expose about Rod Stewart. Oh my god, <laughs> we're uncovering all of his deep dark demons. <laughs> um, no, but I honestly believe Mick Jagger. If you're doing a numbers game. Mick Jagger had slept with more women than Rod Stewart. Okay. I, that would be, I would have thrown that into the ring. Yeah, but he didn't have anything to... Sh- like, Rod Stewart is just Rod Stewart. Mm-hmm. He's, by, he's a solo act. Mm-hmm. So I feel like the solo act is cleaning up. 
Because there's no other option for, for women after a show. No, I think when you're in the, like, one of the number one, probably the second to the Beatles of all time bands in the history, and in the heyday, because Rod Stewart was solo in this, after the 70s. He's, Mick Jagger has about 10 years on Rod Stewart to sleep with X, like, like, he wasn't, he was in uh, Faces, and they're great. He was in a couple bands, but I think Faces was the, the popular one he had right before he went solo. So he wasn't as well known as Mick Jagger for like 10 years. From as much as I know, from what I know, what I understand. So, just timing-wise, Mick Jagger had so much more time. Well, what I'm saying is, is from experience, being a solo act on stage, I've after shows have slept with threes of women <laughs> over the course of, of the same amount of time as ten years. The Rolling Stones have been a band. But, but back to back to road tripping. Right? I don't. Well, you brought the solo oh. artist part. I don't know if that has anything to really. Why? Because oh, because there's no. Oh, you're like they're I going back for no you. Other there's no other band. Yeah, like Mick but Jagger, lead I'm singer sure, might as well be solo. I'm sure Keith Richards was cleaning up a lot of yeah, stuff. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, I'm sure um, the other guys in the Rolling Stones whose names I don't know. You think road trips is the reason why a lot of these bands break up for a while or break up permanently? Being yeah, being in a car. I don't care how much I love you. If we're in a car together for a certain amount of time, there is going to be a point where I just hate something that you do. Yes, I think. Did you have that with me when we were in a car ride together? Where did we go again? We had a pretty long trip. Saratoga Springs. Yes. You fell asleep by accident. I did fall asleep by accident. Yeah, yeah that's right. I, I, I felt like just like maybe doing like a stop or like a <laughs> jerk or something or throwing something at you. But it was also late, so it was a little bit understandable. I, was, I think we also drank the night before, I think, right? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. My my roommate does the thing that that I hated on a road trip where he would play songs that I never heard before. I, I don't like that. I no. want to listen to something easy, comforting that I know because I'm driving and I just need something that I can listen to. And he'd be like, "Oh, dude, you, you'd love this song because I know." What I said, "I'm not looking for you to cultivate new, yeah. a mix." Yeah. I yeah. just want to listen to Bob Seger yeah, against easy the wind. Easy Spotify Discover Weekly. <laughs> yeah, I don't want like, Spotify Discover Weekly. We want the as a passenger, you want the driver to be happy. You can. There's compromise. When we were, when I was growing up, we were going family trips to Jersey. It was like two two and a half hour trips sometimes because of traffic. We always my dad always put on oldies station because everybody could agree on oldies. Me and my sisters liked modern music, but we weren't about to be like, now put on Z100, which was like the, the the new channel. That's what I'm saying. And like I'll try to. So here's what I'll also do as a driver. I'm not going to put on something that I know you hate. No. And I'll even ask, I'll be like, what kind of music do you like? I'll put, I'll put it on. Yeah. Because let me, because if, if you say something Adult like... Adult Contempo. What is that from? <laughs> 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 oh, it's Seinfeld. It's Seinfeld. He goes, he goes when, I, when he's setting the alarm clock for Jean, Jean-Claude, the, uh, the runner of oh, the marathon, yes. he goes, what do you want? Uh, classical? And he goes, anything, man. Just do it. He goes, how about Adult Contemporary? Yes. He goes... Okay, putting on adult contempo. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I want it, I want my pass because I am a people pleaser still. I want my passengers to be happy. That's actually something that I felt bad about on the road trip is when we were driving from Columbus to Cincinnati, it's only like an hour and a half drive. I was so hungover and tired and just needed to focus on the road that I don't think I spoke for an hour and I felt bad that I wasn't entertaining my passenger. Yeah, that's people-pleaser stuff because yeah. there's no expectation there. And after a while, especially when you get along, like sometimes people are so annoying on road trips, you don't really road trip with them again, you know? Yeah. 
or you try not to or whatever. But when you get along with somebody on a road trip, you kind of make this nonverbal agreement like we can be silent for, for an hour and it's fine. Yeah. You don't ha- it's actually good practice for people pleasing in general because, meaning the opposite way for assertiveness, because it's like, oh, I can be in the silence, be comfortable, you know, like be fine, road, be chill. Road trips can help make you better friends with somebody than you ever were. Yeah. Carmen Lynch is a perfect example. I had a nine-hour road trip with Carmen Lynch. And I'm, no, we're not super close, but we're better friends than, than we would have been. Comedy, that happens a lot. Because we barely see each other in comedy. You'll see people at spots, you see here. So when you're subjected to somebody and you guys get along, it's like a really good bond. Yeah. Because you're like, oh, man, I'm, I would. It actually probably leads to like opportunities because you're like, I'll take this person again because we, like me, I go out, I bring out our friend Arielle Elias all the time on road trips because she's really funny and we're very different comedically and we get along so well. Like we're, we're good friends. We get along so well on the road. Like, like. Same kind of thing. We can sit there in silence. We, we, sometimes we naturally just talk a lot of the time. Uh, she drives the whole time, which I, I'll, but I'll do the, the proper thing of offering. What do you think about that? As the driver, people offering, do you take it as the polite thing it's supposed to be? People going, do you want me to drive? Come on, let me drive. Let me drive. You, might, you want me to drive? Like, like, I'm indifferent it, to it. What if they don't offer at all? Do you think that's a shithead move? No. See, I do. For me, If that was me, though, I'd be like, even if I wanted to drive, I like being the one driving when it's my car. Correct. I feel like you say the same way. But if I want somebody to offer, like, hey, because there is times I'm bad. Like, I, my, my limit's like four and a half, five hours. And then like, I, I get all sorts of tired. I'm like, if I'm with somebody else, hey, maybe you could drive for an hour. I get back into it. I'm not like, like Ariel's like a truck driver. You're kind of the same way. Yeah. You drive for hours and hours, no problem. Yesterday was the longest drive I've ever done in my life. Oh, really? Yeah. And I, by the I end of it, you were. I that far, that distance, like in one shot. And you were fried. I was fried, dude. Yeah. And you, just be, you just end up like a truck driver. You get out of the car. You're like, break a break. One, nine, one, nine, one, nine, one. You're like, we got a couple of, we got a couple of skunks on the road. I-55. Uh, this is rusty tired <laughs> to ham bone. Why'd you give yourself a porn name for your truck driver? This is rusty tired to ham bone over and out. Well, we used to do road trips back in the day with, uh, with my sister's father and his family. It was before cell phones were really a thing. God, am I showing my age? And uh, and they had CBs, and they thought it was really funny. And I would grab the CB every once in a while, like they were. But uh, Lee, the driver, my uh, stepdad at the time, would be like, "All right, you could use it once." But he was pretty stingy with it because he knew that I would probably play around. Yeah. And of course. Well, this is your little kid. Yeah, I was like seven. I'd pick it up. I'd be like, cocksucker. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And guess what? They're probably like, that's pretty funny, kid. I, I know what you I mean. I know, I know a couple cocksuckers in my life, kid. I know what you mean. Are you talking about lot lizards, friend? <laughs> How about this? Where is your, especially from growing up, family trips? I don't know if I've done it. Uh, in recent memory, the hand motion to have the truck drivers do the horn. The, the, meh, meh. I loved it. Yeah. I loved it. I'm a fan of it. When it worked? Yeah. I've had it where it works. If I was a truck driver, every time I would do it. it first off, it's got to break up the monotony. And also, it gives people the hugest thrill. I would never do it if I was a truck driver. Because you're a real fucking uptight truck driver. I'm super cool. <laughs> and my package needs to get to the destination with no... You know what I mean? I'm, I'm not here to play games. I'm not here to impress children. I'm not here to be somebody's hero. <laughs> I'm here to make sure that these eggs or, you know, these books, 
these guns, these whatever I'm running, Man, you're real this, tight this ass heroin, driver. this cocaine, <laughs> whatever I'm getting across state lines gets there safely. And me <laughs> yanking on that horn like that when I don't need to. Yeah. It's not it's safe. Not, it's, it's not safe. And it's not helping my job. I loved it. I'm way more blue collar than you. That's what it is. No, the blue collar guy is the ones that do it. <laughs> okay. They rolled on the window. I, want, I would love to see you roll on the window to like a, a six-year-old and go, not here to play games, kid. That's what I would do. <laughs> Actually, I would just have a sign on my truck that said, don't even think about asking me to honk. <laughs> not going to do it, kid. If this fans are driving, nobody's a honking. Yeah. That made no sense. What? I don't know. It would say honk if you're horny. That's what I said. When I was in college. Do you know, you, we've talked about that, right? Honk what? if you're horny? No. You get what it is. You know I never understood it? You get what it is, right? No. Honk, honk if you're horny. Yeah, dude, I get that. No, most people don't. Actually, I'm going to put out there a question to people. Did you guys, and be honest, we'll do a poll on the Instagram. Yes, everybody did. No, that. no. It's a pun. It's, it's a pun, but I never, I never got it. I think most people thought it was like, ah, just a silly sex thing, like honk if you're horny. We had a sign on our uh, house in college. We used to stand outside with a sign while people were driving past because we were on kind of a busy road. And we'd be like dancing on the thing and we'd be getting all fucked up playing beer pong and it said honk if you're horny. And it would Did I have be a picture of a horn on the thing? No, no, but we knew that there was a correlation between honk and horn, uh, unlike somebody on this couch. But the the thing was funny is is you know it would be mostly college students driving past, and then I remember it would be really funny. It would be like a dad with his family in the car, and you would just see him look over, kind of put his head down, look straight <laughs> forward, and go, <laughs> and his wife. It happened a couple times, and most of the time, the wife would just kind of laugh it off and be like, oh, you know what I mean? But then there was one time the wife, like, hits him, like, honey, you know? I told you that story about my dad, right? What he did in our, ta- our hometown? I think so. The gazebo story? I did tell you this. What is it? There was this couple that just got married. They were still in their outfits. They were taking pictures at the gazebo in my town. Okay. It was like a real nice, really picturesque, right? And we're driving back from somewhere, me and my dad. And this is like, I don't know, my dad had been married, I don't know, 20 some odd years at this point. And he goes, watch this, watch this. And he pulls his gray Buick 91 LeSabre over and he starts to roll down the window. I'm like, oh, he's going to say, and this, this, this couple, it's like, it's like the whole wedding party, the couple, they're taking pictures, they're so excited, there's smiles all over their faces. And I'm like, oh, he's going to say, congratulations to this couple. And he rolls down the window and he goes, sucker! And then he just gets <laughs> I never told that story. No. And then he just rolls the window up, dying laughing. <laughs> I'm like 12. I'm like, I don't get your marriage jokes. And then you get in the car and he, dri- he drives, drives away hysterical. He thought it was the funniest thing in the world. I hope that guy was like, huh. Huh. Wait, am uh, I a sucker? <laughs> <laughs> I'm wedding annulled three days later. I don't. <laughs> he's like, yeah. I don't actually. Dude, I remember just the look on his face. He was smiling and he's going, watch this, watch this. Rolls down the window. And I'm like, oh, this is a really... Really nice moment. Just a sweet moment with so Dad. So nice. He goes, he didn't even, the crazy part about it is, he didn't even say, hey, hey, or like get their attention. He just immediately, sucker, and then just gets, rolls the window up and just takes off. I like that he didn't say sucker. He said sucker, like Booker T yes. from wrestling. Yes, he, yes, he did. 
<laughs> yes. There was no, it was an A. It wasn't a hard ER on the sucker. <laughs> oh, sucker. <laughs> like he was in a black exploitation movie. That's how he, <laughs> I think that's how he, that's what it was supposed to be. It was supposed to be like a thing like you fucking idiot. Like, you know, I'm going to, yeah. So oh, it was man. pretty funny. But yes, back to road etiquette, which we taking a couple of derails. <laughs> taking a couple of exits on this conversation, huh? <laughs> oh. A couple rest stops on this I conversation? G- I get it. Like exit. On a highway? Yeah. Yeah. We're, um, we're all about uh, car puns today. I know. Honk if you're horny. I really want to know. Please tell us that if you knew that that's what it meant. Honk if you're horny. Yeah, I did know. I'm not. I'm, I, I'm hip. I know you for a while. I don't. I think you're might be fibbing right now. I don't think that you knew what it was. I don't fib. <laughs> I fucking outright lie, brother. <laughs> but fibbing's for cowards. What else is there? Also, actually, that was another question I was going to ask you. What's the longest drive you've been on? It was that. There's two questions I want to ask you. One is, is it appropriate on a drive that long? You went 11 hours. It's appropriate at that point to go, hey, do you want to go hotel it up? Like, like Well, that was the initial plan. Every time I think that I don't want to do that and I do it, I'm always happy. I, I think a lot of people wouldn't be. A lot of people want to get back night up, which I mostly want to do. But when you – I did have that once on a road gig. I did a one-nighter. And they're like, oh, we got a room for you. We're going to stay over. I'm like, I'm going to go back. And I'm like, you know what? I'll stay, and it was late, and it was like probably a five-hour drive back, and I went, got a great sleep, woke up, and I'm like, thank God I did that. That's different. Yeah. This was what we were, the plan was going to be, is we were driving halfway, crashing, driving another halfway. Okay, and that's I was not like, bad. I don't want to do, especially because I got to drive, you know, a couple days later. But I, I think two other things that I wanted to get off my chest that I hate pe- when people do while I'm driving, and they're in the passenger seat, is... One, don't put your feet on my dashboard. Never. I've never done that once in my life. I don't. I agree. I don't. I. I a hundred percent agree. What is Jungle Book? What yeah. are you doing? What is going on? What do you? How, how, what do you need to do that? Why? why I a hundred percent agree. I go. This is. It doesn't change. Just because we're in a car, the rules of putting your feet on shit doesn't change. Would you put feet on my couch? Some people would. Yeah, I know. I've had people do it. I was I'm like, hey, man, take your fucking feet off my dashboard. That's the only time that I wouldn't be like a, a people pleaser because it's my car. It's like the only thing that I own. And by own, I mean it's the only thing that I pay the bank for every month for the next four <laughs> more years. But it's like, take your fucking feet off there. Okay? Uh, I think most people will be on. I think it's the minority of people that do this. For, I don't think, for sure. That's, because, that's And when it happens, it's so you're so like... You, also, you don't want to be the curmudgeon. So you're like, ah, do you say anything? But yeah, fuck. I, you have to. If I did that, I'd be like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Like, that's, I don't see how that's ever a thing that makes sense to anybody. I might do it in a lift now, see what they do. See what they do, like, kick you right out. Just test them. The other thing, clean up after yourself. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're, you're definitely. Allowed, you're allowed to eat in my car. Have I left stuff in your car? Yes, you have. <laughs> you're allowed to eat in my car. You're allowed to drink in my car. You know, I don't care what you do, but it's like, make an effort to take the shit out. Yeah. Um, I'm not your maid. That's what my I, mom would say. I'm, I'm not your maid. That's, yeah, Sean. She was right. Well, here's the I'm thing. I'm not your maid. Do you, I would, agree Would you like to that. guess what you left in my car? It's got to be something Reese's. No? Was it Reese's? No. Was it a seltzer bottle? Yes, it was. Yeah, okay. half-filled seltzer bottle? It's, it's, what, it's, what you, it's what you leave on your table. <laughs> I have filled seltzer bar. You treat, Listen, at least you're treating it like right, you would treat your own I don't home. know if I'm going to have any kids, okay? <laughs> I have to leave behind something. 
and at, in my defense, the way it's going is, um, my legacy will be about three or four thousand seltzer bottles across this great, <laughs> <laughs> across this great country of ours, and, and a bunch of and a bunch of half drinking iced teas in a fridge. <laughs> Just half drinking Snapples. I got. You, you did leave some type of candy in my car once, and I ate it. I oh well, it then where does that lie on the thing of clean up empty yourself? Because you got a little treat out of that one. It was closed package. Yeah, if you want to leave me a little treat, that's fine. <laughs> it was it one of count those as uh, debris. See, if it was half eaten, that would have been debris. It was a Reese's stick. It was pretty fucking good. <sighs> good stuff. Really good. That's great. Yeah. You, you know who? Colin always leaves shit in my car. He left a bag of fucking pretzels <laughs> in the back seat. It made me so. He's like, if if he's in my back seat, he he'll do. And that's really weird too. This friend will in the front seat. He's very well behaved. He'll take his garbage out. You put him in the back seat. It's like he moved into an apartment. Yeah, he's, he's at an Airbnb for the weekend. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you you put him in the back seat. He turns into a into a kid in a car seat where he's just smashing Cheerios all into my carpet. There's a lollipop stuck yeah. to the seat. He's a rock star at an Embassy Suites. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a broken TV back there for some reason. Green M and M's. Just a bunch of like cocaine riddled uh-huh. through the back. Um, no, I I totally agree with that one as well. But I. I I made a noise when you first mentioned it because I am guilty of leaving stuff in people's car. 100%. Oh, I know. I, do that. I don't do it every time. I try to... It's, it's, but it's never usually bad where... It's usually just like a water or a seltzer bottle. Yeah, it's, it's, but it is just a thing like... It's bad. It <laughs> is bad. It is bad. Let me ask you this. Oh, are you... One other thing yeah, I just oh, thought of. Okay, let's hear it. Don't talk too long on the phone in my car. I agree with that as well. Because, like, okay, I don't care if you answer a call. Everybody got to answer I a call. I usually ask permission. I say, do you mind if I take this? Or do you mind making this phone call? I have to make this phone call. Also, if it's a work thing, yeah. have at it. You got to do a work thing. Um, but just don't call it a sex operator line. <laughs> Has that happened? I mean, no, I'm kidding. I'm just kidding. Oh. Just don't call it a crazy, like, just whatever phone call. I did this, though. I had, a, I had somebody on speakerphone coming through the car system that the passenger knew and we kind of talked to them almost like they were in the car for a little bit it's a long drive we kind of had like a little like a guest in the car i thought that was okay wait they were who, they were driving i was driving adam was in the passenger seat and colin came over on the that's but you're both phone. really good friends with them that's different. yeah so that's different but i mean like being on the phone for more than no we five no. ten minutes is a little much Yes. Because I don't want to have to turn down my radio. Well, it's also you're like you're in a car with a human being that you're ignoring. And they're like, it's like that. You know what that is? That has pangs of like, you're my driver. Yeah. You're my driver. You're my limo driver. And I'm going to take care of my business. Now, if something has to be done and you ask somebody, like especially with comedy, hey, I got to call this guy back about this thing. Or a call about the gig that you're going to. Or you have to call, even if it's a personal call for a couple of minutes, I'm always... I'm on it for no more than 10 minutes if I have to. That's long. But I'm always like, hey, I'm in the car with somebody. I got to call you back. That's the way to do it. That is so true, though. Like, they, they have that air to them like, <laughs> oh, who was that? That's my driver, yeah. Ray. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Make a left here, young man. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's why I think it's it kind of uh, the same reason that when I was a doorman, I, we, you could pinpoint the people that moved into the building because they had somebody to boss around. 
It's that same like, I'm your servant vibe. But they might not even, in a car situation, they might not even mean it. But you should have enough presence of mind to realize not to do it. It's, it's, it's impolite. Yeah. Yeah. Now, will you talk on the phone if you're in the back of a Lyft or an Uber? Because I will. I will, but I always ask the guy. I go, you mind if I call and make the phone call? Because that's different, I think. Well, that you're kind of, you are paying for the ride. They don't give a shit as yeah. much. Especially the ones that don't want to talk to you. It's like, I don't think they'll mind. As long as, as long as you're not screaming, yelling, which, let's be honest, I might be doing. <laughs> Megan, Megan, really quick. Megan mentioned how excited she was that you brought up to me how loud I am because of <laughs> how loud she thinks I am. Like, the other day, she, I'm with her yesterday, and I must, I, like, I think I just had been on the phone, and I got off. I had to call somebody for something at her apartment, and afterwards, I was being really loud, and she's like, why are you yelling at me? Yeah. Why are you full on yelling at Wasn't me? Wasn't it enough that you just shattered that guy's eardrum on the phone call you were just on? Now you got to do it to me. <laughs> but anyway, Uber, yeah, go for it. But I think there's people that will get in the Uber. Like, there's, I, we've said this before. I've said this before, and I must have said it in the podcast. You can tell if somebody is a piece of shit by how they treat the, 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 service, the service positions in their life. Waitresses, waiters, uh, Staff at a, uh, any any kind any kind of thing an Uber a Lyft driver so basically when it comes to Ubers it is you are paying for that ride yeah you don't want to abuse it and be rude to somebody like I did a thing where I now I do a thing where every time I nine times I time I go an Uber they can't my name they can't pronounce they they say Cian 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 they've said it I've been like yeah it's me Sean and they're like no no it's not I go. S E A N, <laughs> right? Which I get. Like, they're not only counter the name. I do a thing now. Some of the names I see on Ubers, I'm like, I ask, I go, can I give your name a shot? Can I try to pronounce your name? Because I think it's shitty to walk in and go and just say some fucked up pronunciation of some, <laughs> some, some racist pronunciation yeah. of this dude's name. But besides that, I think as long as you're not being an asshole, I think if I go, hey, you mind if I make this phone call? You mind, you know, this, that, whatever? I think that's fine. And you, and you talk for as long as you want. Because you are, you, that is a driver situation. I mumble the name or I say my own name if it's something that I don't know. Yeah. I'll be like, you want a Ray, right? Or I'll be like, Dutch <laughs> Like Kind of like cough with it Sounds a little like bit. Sounds like underwater. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like just Aaron Neville. <laughs> I don't know much, but I know how I love you. I know you're my Uber. <laughs> I can't even do it when I want to. I don't know much. <laughs> Have you ever cried in an Uber? No, no. Have you cried in an Uber? Yeah, me neither. Uh, I, I thought you want to say if you, you, you have to puke in an Uber, which I've also not done because there's like a $400 charge. I've or, never thrown up in an Uber, but I have gotten really drunk and cried and bared my soul to so some the, fucking Syrian the, refugee. There should be double the charge for that. I know, dude. <laughs> like I've been, or like I've been in there. Like I've told strange Lyft drivers things that I've never told my own brother. Like, I've been drunk in the car talking about my troubles with women and just like, hey, man, yeah, you ever been there, brother? Uh, I don't know what to do. Uh, <laughs> I'm about to end over my rope, kid. Sometimes I think I've just been doing it all wrong. And he's like, uh, yeah, dude, I'm just trying to make some money to send back to Afghanistan for my family. <laughs> so... I had it where... Like, he has real problems yeah, in his life. Yeah. He's, like, escaping genocide from some other country. Like, and I didn't get Montreal this year. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, my kids are starving. <laughs> 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 my kids are going to die soon. 
He's like, well, did they try out for new faces? Yeah. <laughs> I got bumped from a feature spot. <laughs> Had a funny bone. <laughs> um, no, but I was going to say this. That I, you just reminded me. I had an awesome Uber driver that immediately was like, he was like doing shtick with me in the car. He was like, ah, he, was, he had an arranged marriage. He's like, I hate my wife. My wife hates me. She's like, he, she called him when she was in there. He's, but he's like making jokes about it. I'm dying laughing in the back. By the end of the trip, we're like fast friends. He starts telling me about, about Mike Tyson's YouTube show and how great it is. He's like, <laughs> this is a very smart man, Mike Tyson. Very smart man. He goes, watch, I'll show you. So pulls out his phone, puts it on the dash, starts showing me, scrolling, while he's driving, scrolling through <laughs> Mike Tyson episodes. Look what he says here. He says, don't care about anything. Don't do that. Like, oh, he, I was so, dude, it was one of the best Uber trips he's, I had in my life. He's like Jim Carrey. You're more likely to get killed on the way to the airport. <laughs> just showing you Mike Tyson clips. <laughs> I leave, he goes, goodbye, my love. <laughs> <laughs> they when I my cousin got married during the pandemic and I was their one witness and like they literally just got married on a couch like this they had the, <laughs> the priest on a TV and then we like ate dinner we smoked weed we drank and I get a lift back to Astoria from Harlem and I get in there and I'm sitting in the back seat and I'm pretty stoned and I tell the driver I'm like yeah it was just that my uh, my cousin just got married I was her one witness and he just goes. I wish I never got married. <laughs> and then goes on this whole... Like a Vietnam vet. Dude, seriously, goes on this whole rant about how... Like Saigon, his, his wife, He got his wife over here from his country, and she all she wants to do is act like an American woman, and it's not how it's supposed to be. And, you know, he loves his kids, but he seriously regrets ever having kids with her. And it's just this whole thing. So I'm getting my payback for what I did to that Uber yeah. driver in the past. As long as you reciprocate, you're fine. Yeah, but he had that thing. It was like you said, like a Vietnam vet, where he was partially saying it to me, and then he would say something to, to himself, himself, like, uh, I don't even want to see her when I get home tonight. I yeah. might do a couple extra rides. He's <laughs> like, you talking to me still? <laughs> I'm going to drive off into the sunset. And I'm stoned, and like I'm not good when I'm high. So I'm sitting back there, and I'm not, like, laughing at it like I did later on. There's really nothing to laugh at, to be honest. I was just kind of like, okay, man. Ah. Dude, the guy I just mentioned, I told you, arranged marriage. Then, then I forgot this part. They're cu first cousins. Like, they're full-on cousins. That's gross. So he's like, I love her, but she's my cousin. I'm like, wait, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> and talked about that, and then, like, Talking about he hates her, but then like you knew by the end of it, I was like, oh, he's like half kidding, like whatever. Not the cousin thing. I think that was true. Oh, he's doing some shtick. I think he was doing shtick about hating her, but I think he still didn't like her. They got married when they were very young. I think they did have kids, so he was like, I can't get out of it. But he's like, it was almost like a thing where he was like venting, but he he meant like part of it. He's like, like an Arabic Tim Allen. Yeah, he's like ah ah ah. Well, if it's Arabic Tim Allen, you can't do the pig sound. True. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta lay Take up my the, wife, please. Lay off the port there. Uh, the last question I want to ask you about road etiquette, and then you got one more thing, and then we're done for the app, is how, as a driver, uh, are, how are you as far as making stops for rest stop or bathroom stops? Now, if I was getting a rating as a driver on a road trip, this is what is keeping me from being a 10 out of 10. Because you don't like stopping. I don't like stopping. Yeah, see, that's where we differ. I, I don't, don't mind like stopping. stopping. I don't mind stopping. Not 15 times. I, I don't like... Like, if somebody wants to stop and I still got a good bit of gas 
or we're not hungry yet. I'm, I I want to be efficient. And I'm like, hey, can you hold it for a little bit so then we could do gas, food, and a piss all in one swoop? Yeah, but what if they're like, I got it? Because I think I probably did do that to you. I get take... secretly mad at them, and I don't bring it up. And I, <laughs> I Did I do it? Just do you remember, build resentment. Do you me no, you it? didn't do it. I think we were pretty good on our trip. Yeah. But I've had times where I've had a, we've gone, I took a piss, and then we leave, and about, ha- about 20 minutes later, half hour later, I'm like, oh, shit, I got to go really bad again. It's called old man problems. Yeah, I, I, that that'll drive me nuts. I'll, I'll I've I've done the New York to Pittsburgh without stopping six straight hours. For real? Yeah. Oh, I see. I have no. I would need. I'm like an ice, I'm like an ice road trucker you in really a Toyota are. Corolla. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like I don't like stopping because I just want to get. It's my thing where like I just want to get there. That's I, it. After five hours, I get like a little bit delirious. I need something. I need like a thing. I'm like, let me stretch my legs. Let me, even if it's five minutes, I get right back on. Yeah, me too. I'm 6'3 in a Toyota Corolla. My knees are killing me. My legs are killing me. But I'm not talking about going where you have to drive. I hate when you, that's one thing that sucks about road trips. When you see the rest stop sign and you're like, oh, great. You get off and it's it's one of those, not detour ones, but one of those ones like, it's an exit and the thing's two miles from the exit, that drives me nuts. I'm talking an off the road, in and out type place, like a Wawa type situation, or one of those McDonald's ones, or they're named after people. One of they have a Howard Stern one in South Jersey. It, <laughs> it, it, ha- it happened to me and Adam. We pull off. We we it was raining really bad. We want to get out of the rain. We're like, all right, we'll eat too. And I see it says Subway and a food court turn off. We turn off. Uh, we go in there. There's no subway to be found. It looked like the subway used to be in this building. Mm-hmm. And the food court said coming soon. And there was multiple signs for the subway. And Adam asked the dude, hey, uh, where is the subway? Is it not in here? And the guy was like, no, we ain't had that here in eight months. You can go to a subway, but it's like three miles down the road. Mm-hmm. We did go to that one. Yeah. Because it was raining so bad. It's not so that bad. bad, but it's like, But yeah. it's just anything that... I. That is my weak spot as, as as the leader of the road trip is I don't like to stop that much. Okay, all right. I, I, I thought that was the case because I remember yeah. us not stopping a lot. But I went out with a couple other comics and they were like, "Yeah, I'll stop, no problem. We'll stop, we'll, we'll, we'll get some stuff. We'll do some stuff." You know. Whatever. And I say it too. I lie. I go. I'll, I'll say to you. I'll be like, "Hey, man, and if you need to stop or anything, just let me know." <laughs> You're such a weasel. Yeah. Say, hey, man, if you need to stop or anything, just let me know, dude. I'm not. I'm you not like a psychopath. Do that, and then if people take your bond and get mad at them secretly, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then, and then you'll be like, "Okay, hey, man, I, I kind of gotta go." I'm like, "Okay, yeah. If, can you just hold it for like 30 <laughs> minutes, though, because I want to get to the imaginary <laughs> checkpoint that I have in my head where it's okay to stop." I've done this drive before. Can you hold it for six hours? Can I get you one of those like things that goes down those wire those, uh, I'm just, those hoses that goes down your pants? <laughs> just like, put a catheter on. <laughs> Can I get you an adult diaper for the back of the car? No, no, you know what, dude? Just piss in my hand. Just figure it out piss in my hand. <laughs> we gotta let this time. Uh, oh my god, have... I am a lying sack of shit. I do I do you say shouldn't that at the do beginning that. of the That's rides. a little bit for somebody I, I think of you as a um upstanding gentleman. I think you're a good citizen. You have to tell people if you because here's the thing, it's like if you stand by your shit. You, gotta, you can't. You have to stand by. Hey, I don't like to stop. If you have to stop, we'll stop. But I only stop for like gas or if we need food or whatever it is. That doesn't make me likable. I want people to like. I me know, but you pay, that, that's part of dealing with the the people pleaser stuff. They might not like you, but at least you're being honest and you're being yourself and it's assertiveness. I just want to be a laid back, fun time Joey. <laughs> you are a fun time Joey. It's not going to take away from your fun time Joeyness. I don't want to be an uptight Ross. <laughs> 
or an overly <laughs> quippy Chandler. What was the other one's name? Fun- oh, uh, Brad or something. It was like a, a, a ancillary character. It was like, oh, Fun Fun Bobby or something. Oh, Fun, fun Bobby. Fun he was Bobby. only fun when he was drunk. Yeah, yeah. And then he stopped drinking. And he was miserable. He was boring, Bobby. I, I've been there. Uh, you had one more story. Then we're gonna get out of here, folks. Yeah, I, I had I had a story that came up, and uh, it's also road trip oriented. I was a uh, little little Paul's corner for you. Yes, I was at the only section we're doing today, pretty much. But yeah. I know I was I was in Kentucky years ago. I was probably about twenty four, and we went to Thunder over Louisville. It's a big fireworks show that like kicks off the Derby festivities. It's like two weeks before. I don't even like fireworks, but it's a great show. And we get real drunk, and I'm sitting on my after the after the show. I'm sitting on the love seat. My dad's sitting on the couch. My brother and his wife are sleeping in my dad's room. He gave up his bed, being a nice guy. Yeah. He's like, I'll sleep on the couch. Ray will get the love seat, which my brother gets a bed. I get the love seat. I'm way long. It doesn't matter. That's not part of the story. <laughs> but he was with his wife, you said. Yeah. There's but two people. Like, but it's like he, I could at least get the couch instead yeah. of the small love oh, seat. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whatever, Paul. Um, so we're sitting there, though, and me and my dad are drunk. And we're like watching TV, and he goes, ah, "You know we could use some kid." He's like, "You know we can use kid, some blowjobs." <laughs> Wait, how old are you? Like twenty four. So he says, "You know we can use some blowjobs," and uh, and I just kind of agree. I was like, <laughs> "Yeah, man." And it gets quiet. He takes a beat, and then he goes, "Ah." I know somebody, but I don't think she'll do us both. <laughs> but, and I was like, yo, no, I'm good, man. And he's like, what? And I was like, I was like, I don't want to, we're not there. Dad, I was being polite. <laughs> <laughs> Holy cow. In fairness, I might be wrong, though, because I was mad that he was putting me on the love seat, but it did seem like he was willing to give up the one blowjob. He was, he was trying to make, make up for it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Let's talk about sacrifice. That's nice. He might have kept the couch. But in his Jesus-like ways, he gave you the blowjob. I didn't get the blowjob. <laughs> well, I love how he's like, I love that there's like somebody that he's like, they're just available. I can just call them and they'll come right over <laughs> on my beck and call. He said it. If I brought it up to him now, I feel like he would act you like deny he it. was joking. But the earnestness in his voice, he was like, I think I know somebody, but she wouldn't do us both. You know what it is? He was drunk. He was... Probably horny himself, honk if you're horny, and mm-hmm. uh, and uh, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Aaron Neville kind of sounds like a horny. Honk if you're horny, honk if you're horny. But I think because you you do have a different relationship with your dad, I think it might have been him. He's like, this is how we'll bond. We're alone now. We're loaded. Yeah. I I know the kid wants to get laid, so this is I'll bring this. Yeah, this, this is up. how we'll bond. A family orgy. <laughs> That's fun. I've done a lot of fucked up shit in my life. That is where I draw it's the line. Absolutely. But the, I would love the, the situation played out. She shows up. Who goes first? <laughs> <laughs> Wowzers. What do you do? This there? is like the plot of a porn hub, like it a hundred percent. What do you do there? You type in white trash and blowjob into porn, and that's what you get. Just picture me and my dad. <laughs> it's the live feed from that night. <laughs> what do you do? You go. You go. You, the both of you are fighting for first. I go first. I'd have, to go, I'd have to choose first if I had to choose. 
Yeah. Why would? Who, what are the perks of second in that situation? My dad's older. He probably should get shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Way to bring it full circle. Can you call shotgun on a family blowjob? <laughs> hey, what are they? What's the family blowjob etiquette? <laughs> also, what do you do in the waiting room? Because I would assume I don't want to be in there while he's getting it. Wait, was there? Was there another room you could go, could have gone to to like Maybe the bathroom or something? Yeah, I no, I think they go to the bathroom. Yeah, they would go to the bathroom. So do I just sit in the living room? Should I like turn up? I would turn up the TV. Probably got to turn up the TV. But your brother and his wife were in the other room. That's another thing. Like he was willing. He really was trying to play with fire with that night. Yeah, because you you turn up the TV, they wake up. They're like, "What's going on?" And then his wife is like, "Well, actually, I'm up now. I'm going to go use the bathroom." <laughs> <laughs> this is a real comedy of errors. I'd be like, Tara, get in line. All right. I'm next. I'm next. I called. I'm not doing thirdsies. I'll do secondsies. <laughs> Dad got a shotgun on that one. <laughs> I love that. Family blowjob etiquette. Just like road trip etiquette. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, I, man, Paul's Corner never disappoints. I oh, mean, just, you know. Just pull up a stool right at Paul's corner. Just, 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 just sit down for the the the, 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 uh, the amazing, the, just the the tales of, of of woe and grandeur of Paul's corner. I got to schedule an appointment with my therapist. <laughs> Ray, let's tell all the people what they should be doing as far as the podcast goes. Yes, they should be going to YouTube and subscribing to the brand new Jerks. Uh, where we're posting our reels, where you can also see them on Instagram and TikTok and that sort of thing. But we're also posting uh, longer clips of the episodes. I'm talking, you know, five to ten minute full clips where you get to see us uh, bullshitting, doing the podcast. Yep. Um, and uh, go to Brand New Jerks Pod at TikTok. Give us a follow there. Uh, we're picking up some steam on the TikTok, constantly posting there. And subscribe. Leave us a rating and review. Also, Mia and Ray, I don't think you mentioned this, we're both on Instagram. Follow us separately, at Shawnee Time, at Ray B. Killing them. Uh, guys, email us. Oh, did you already say email us? Email us yeah. at... Oh, you did. Okay, Brand New Jerks. No, I didn't say it. Brand New Jerks at gmail.com. Gmail. Let us out. know uh, anything about the, what, what you like about the show, What you uh, a topic. If you have a jerk store moment, you have a jerk dash off, let us know what we should do on the show. We've had such a blast uh, doing these episodes. The clips come out. I mean, we get a lot of feedback on the clips. We have people listening to the episodes because of the clips. Do yourself a favor. Check it out. Tell your friends. Make sure you subscribe. Interact with the show. We're here for you. We'll also, you, you can see us together live Ooh, a week yes. from, uh, almost a week from when this episode comes out. August, so August 3rd. 3rd. You can see us in Ventnor at, uh, at, at the, what is it, the Ventnor... Uh, I forget the name of it, but go to Soul, Soul Joel's Comedy. SoulJoel'sProductions.com. Check that out. We'll be there. Yes. Check us out. We're both doing sets on that show. Uh, also, like I said, tune in every week. Subscribe, rate, and review. Thank you guys so much, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.